Porter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! They took your to be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. Welcome, one and all, to the Arctic Podcast. I'm Brian. I am Spencer. Hey, Spencer. Hey. Special episode. It I, is. I say that every episode. It is. <laughs> but it is... We made it to 10, man. Oh, yeah. We made it to 10. I should have got some celebratory <laughs> music. Can, I think our opening. Oh, okay. Is celebratory. Just start it again. <laughs> yeah. Episode 10, though. I mean, I didn't think we'd make it past three. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of uh, depressing. I was but... trying to find what the 10th anniversary is called, you know, like, because, like, what's the 25 is called, like, gold or silver? Um... I'm not Something sure. Like I know that. that you give different gifts for different anniversaries. Well, I think the, like, the thing is a know, name like for the it. The first anniversary is wood. No, <laughs> no, but something like that. Like the, I think 25 years is silver. 50 years is gold. Oh yeah, that makes I think. But I did look up 10 year anniversary is tin. So tin? Uh, you didn't give me anything with we're tin. tin. I didn't. Uh, well, you you don't. Tin. The episode's not over. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, happy 10th. Yeah, <laughs> ten episodes. Um, uh, one thing I want to bring up real quick. Sure. <laughs> no one has friended us on Facebook. Well, no well, one. not no one. We have since our last episode where we begged everyone. Yes. In, to in, in uh, which we gave you plenty of time. Thirty seconds at the hour take pod. Should I spell it? So it's at t h e o u r d a k e p o d. How do you spell at? A <laughs> t. No, the at symbol. It's oh, an A oh. with a circle around it. <laughs> How do you spell that? At the R Take Pod on yeah. Facebook and Twitter. Follow another, us there. There's another 30 seconds for you to go do that. Yeah. I mean, you can also pause the podcast and go do it. No. But no, you can multitask on any device. Yeah, you can. I don't know of a device where if you leave the podcast streaming uh, app, whatever it may be, yeah. where it would stop it. Right. But even if it did, you just hurry and go I like mean, it and then come back. You know, at the very least, you could just start over all our podcasts and play them every day. Um, you don't have to listen to them. Just right. Just keep playing. Just them. Keep playing. Them. We can also use uh, ratings on yeah. uh, iTunes and Stitcher and yeah. wherever you wherever you get. We them. don't want to have to hire a bunch of um, Russians Russians right. to to be bots and and yeah. rate us. Yeah, this I can't do a Russian accent. <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you how to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got to work on that. Yeah. Yeah. So go go like us, follow us. Uh, sometimes we post some funny stuff on there. Sometimes. Stuff relevant to the episodes as well, which yes, is nice. That's true. So. Um, so I work in an office. Sure. Uh, you don't. Don't. I work out of my car because I'm homeless. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, well, I have, have you? I have worked have in an office. Yeah. With other people? <laughs> Yes. Like, I mean, like, in close proximity to you? Uh, yeah. Okay. So I've worked uh, in a couple different places in an office environment where we're in a small room, kind of like this. Like office space style? Um, well, but it's not a big floor. It's just like oh, okay. a room with cubicles, and like three, three or four cubicles in it. Okay. Uh, like, like, at any time, can you see the other person's really face? cubicle. Uh, yeah. Okay. I just look around. They're not actually cubicles. They're just against the wall. So your back, your backs are too. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, I got you. Or you have like someone right next to you. But anyway, right. 
Um, I have discovered over the past uh, almost seven months that I've working here that there's a there's a particular coworker that I have that has um, some annoying an annoying trait. Does, and this isn't the first time that this has happened in an. What, 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 what does he or she listen to this podcast? I no, I don't know that he's technologically savvy enough to do that. Um, but um, imagine hearing that. Wait, to play the game. is that a fart? No. Oh, it is. Oh, a snort. Uh, not well. It's like uh, he's he's clearing his throat, like uh, he's about to hawk something. Oh. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Every, like, three minutes. Oh, my god! I'm not even joking. I have the funniest story for this, but... Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Finish talking. Finish talking smack. No, it's not so, smack. It is annoying. What are... Did you ever experience any annoying uh, things like this in the office? Um, or are you guilty of any of them? I'm sure I'm guilty. This is the one I'm guilty of. Popping my knuckles. See, that doesn't... I do that a lot. Okay. So Ashley pops her whole body. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but not I don't mind the knuckle pop if it's all at once. Yeah, it never is with me. It's always like if it um, lasts more than like fifteen seconds of like <laughs> I start looking at her like, okay, can you wrap this up? <laughs> and at my last job, this is by far the most annoying one. Uh it actually like made me cringe. Uh was this one. Oh, Yes, straws. Both of those. Oh, the, 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 yes. The, Every time. It was so annoying. I, I, were they trying to be funny? Like, le- no. They, le- they no. were legitimately refreshed. Yes. Like, oh, yes. That was amazing. Every time. And I said that was the worst one, but actually, I lied. This, this is the worst one. Okay. So imagine, if you will, you're at a desk. It's it's quiet in the room. Maybe yeah. you don't have your headphones on. Maybe you do. It doesn't really matter. But everyone's working. And then out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. And I'm not talking about a hachoo. I'm talking about a. <laughs> I'm like oh the most gosh. dramatic, unnecessarily loud sneeze that it literally scared you. You're like, what? Yeah, what just you, happened? You, yeah. Your heart rate goes like up. I almost lost my temper because I'm like. <laughs> That is not. Is it one or they do like? It was just one, but it was just so unnecessarily. There's no way. There's no reason that you need to sneeze that loud. See, I hold. (laughs) I hold in my sneezes because, and and so I'll like at home. I'll hold in a sneeze, and Ashley will be like, "Why are you holding it in?" Because two days ago, when I regular sneezed, you gave me crap about it. (laughs) You know, my mom though. If I could imitate her sneeze, I got to pull the mic away. This is my mom's sneeze. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) but is it is that abrasive like it's just like ah what the hell yes like why yeah why do they do that i don't know it's not necessary no Uh, you think it's like trying to get attention or something or i i I just because i have no idea i could the thing is is i could sneeze like that right but i don't you don't need to exclaim even the loud ones are, are it's never you don't actually. I mean, in a, I don't. I guess I'm not a, a, a physiologist, a sneezologist. But could, you don't necessarily need to activate your vocal flaps no. or folds to <laughs> shut to your sneeze, vocal right? flaps. Sneeze. Like yeah. Anyway, right. Uh, you know, I have another annoying one. What about this one? Oh, eating. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I know. 
Some people in their car right now are about to jump That's out the window. Incredibly defined in this recording. <laughs> I know. And then they uh, had like a thousand dollar microphone. You get those really noisy bag of chips. Uh, just, just, just open the bag. Just get it open. Just dump just. them on your desk. <laughs> dump them on your desk. You know, we talk about slurping. Yeah. When the drink is empty, the other one that gets me is someone who loves like nugget ice. Oh, and they got to chew on the ice. I don't mind the chewing. Oh, what I mind is the is like I have a cup here. You hear silence, and then you hear, and then all the ice falls on their face, and then they get a they get a bite, and then they release their drink, and all the ice falls back down to the bottom. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like for if you have a Slurpee, yeah, you're trying to find, yeah. Oh. Uh, so don't do that. Don't do don't that. do that stuff in the office. I'll try to stop uh, popping my knuckles in uh, college. Yeah, uh, Danny and I were in. We had an art class. Okay. It was the biggest joke of an art class. Well, yeah. I don't even know if it qualified as 10-10. You know what I mean? <laughs> but there was this kid in the front row who who, who cleared his throat. <clears> just <sighs> gentle like that. <clears throat> so annoying. We counted one day. We, we put hash marks on our paper. He, it was like every three to five seconds. <clears throat> <clears throat> Freaking blow your nose. <clears throat> clear your throat. Yeah. You know? We I, were, just... I mean, we were... At, by the time it frustrated us so, we were just dying laughing. We, we couldn't even contain ourselves. We were like, this is just unbelievable that we're up to like the hundreds here. It's an hour and a half long class. And <clears throat> Complimentary psychological detox removes all your cognitive toxins, <clears throat> purifies your system. Is guy on commission or something? I don't think. Are you on commission? We're not on commission. We're paid by the hour. Really oh my god! Okay, listen. We'll, we'll we'll try the machine, but but I'd like you to try something. Try swallowing the giant ball of snot that's dangling around in the back of your throat. It's disgusting. Nobody wants to hear that. <clears throat> that's what you do. Okay, Rick, come on! Enough. Man, did you? <laughs> Is it Rick and Morty? Yeah. Yeah. You get people who get the white stuff in the corners of their mouths oh, when they're like uh, amped. Yeah. I oh, just, man. I just, just. Take care of it, man. Be, be a, take care of it. There's, it's a term called being a self-monitor. Right? Right. It, it, you just self-monitor. That was annoying. I know. That's <laughs> why I pressed the mute button. Oh, he muted his mic. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, you just, you just self-monitor that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Um, speaking of annoying things, <laughs> I have a fiasco to talk about. Okay. It involves my wedding ring. Wait, hold on. Can you say speaking of annoying things again? Yeah, speaking of annoying things. Ted Cruz! <laughs> I, I, do, I could blame this on him. Oh, okay. Because, you know, I got so depressed that he won that I <laughs> ate and I gained a little weight. Oh, wow. And my wedding ring is stuck <laughs> on my finger. Oh. I've been this – look, I've been known to have uh, oh. like meatier hands yeah. than people. This, you know what? Have you ever noticed that about me? I haven't, but now that I'm looking at your hands, I'm a little frightened. Yeah, I have meaty hands. They it's, are, not, it's not they that are, they're strong. I'm not saying they're stronger, they're, even though they probably are. They're, <laughs> they're thick. Like yeah. they're, they're. I'd like to say it's because I'm a drummer, but then like Danny's a phenomenal drummer, and he has really like right. uh, lean hands. Right. But and even even before I put on weight, they were like this. Like growing up, they were just kind of meaty. I think we might have to post a picture so people yeah. understand. Well, and you can see my <laughs> ring. Right, like it's stuck. It will twist in place because if you've ever worn a ring, you know that it. I have worn a ring. It atrophies underneath. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried the, you know, hold it above your head, put ice, the dental floss. Yeah. Where you like unwind it to try yeah. and get it off. It will not come off. Okay. You're gonna have to get your hands super cold. Well, so here's what I did. Okay. Well, 
Can I tell two stories? Okay. <laughs> the first the first story involves a wedding ring when Ashley and I first got married. Okay. So, <laughs> thank you for my funny story. <laughs> we were newly married, and I was, I was like literally we had been married like, I can't like maybe two two weeks mm-hmm. right, and I was tiling the kitchen of the apartment that we in which we in which we lived. <laughs> okay. Okay. I because it was a new apartment, um, and I was so I was tiling the kitchen. It was it's a mother-in-law apartment. Okay, give me a weird look. Well, it was just like I moved into this apartment. They were like, "Hey, by the no, way, no, no. you're gonna need to tile." <laughs> it was it was apartment an apartment that my parents owned. So oh, I was okay. tiling the kitchen, and I said, "Hey, Ash, will you hold my wedding ring?" Right? It's it's a nice. If you look, I'll post a picture. But it, you know, it's got black diamonds and white diamonds. It's white gold. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And so she put it on her thumb. Okay, and she was doing other housework while I was uh, tiling away, mm-hmm. and she went to put new sheets on the bed, and flicked them. You know, mm-hmm. flicked, she was at the bottom of the bed, flicked them to get them to spread. Yeah, right? and the ring flew off her thumb, <laughs> and she didn't know where it was, and it, she was very upset and could barely tell me because <laughs> she couldn't find it. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Well, I mean, it's in this apartment somewhere. Yeah, so it's, it's only like eight hundred square feet, right? You know, dude." Couldn't find it. Really? We dug. I took the mattress out of the room. I took the box spring out of the room. We turned off all the lights and did like the flashlight on the floor where you get like eye level. Uh-huh. On the, you know, you lay your head like sideways on the floor and look. Couldn't find it. It's going to be in a pocket or something. Could not find it. And it's an expensive, I mean, for a, for a man, it's uh-huh. an expensive-ish ring. Uh-huh. A lot of guys get like, you know, $20 rings. Yeah, that's me. I yeah. actually went through three. Yeah. This is a <laughs> fairly expensive ring that Ashley got me and I love it. So... I was like, well, I got to get something. So she went and bought me just kind of a, a cheaper ring uh-huh. to wear um, until we could either find it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of years goes by and I'm like, hey, I really want that ring back. <laughs> <laughs> so she went to the jeweler, found the exact same ring and gave it to me. Uh-huh. She's sweet, right? Yeah. It was awesome. I was like, oh, it's the best because I love it. We're moving out of the apartment a year after that. We lived in that apartment for like, what, three years. We were moving into the house. And I was by myself clearing out the bedroom, uh-huh. taking the mattress outside to load them on a trailer. And I pick up the bed frame, just like the, you know, uh, the, cheap, the cheapest bed frame where they right. fold into themselves, yeah, right? Yeah. I pick it up to fold it in, and I hear, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> My ring was in the bed frame for three years. <laughs> so I have two of these rings nice. now. Plus the... Plus the cheap one. The substitute. So you, you're set then. Yeah. I you got three wedding rings. Yeah. So... So what I did is I went to – I was like, well, I got to get this cut off, right? Because I can't get it off any other way. You're really going to get it cut off? I have to get it cut off. I can't – I cannot get this ring off my finger. Uh, you could lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know if it would make a difference at this point. It's just on there. So I was like I, – I Googled it. You know, Well, I didn't Google how to get it cut off. I just Googled how to get it off, and then it gave me like, well, worst-case scenario, go to the emergency room of the fire department. They'll cut it off. Right? Okay. So I go to the fire department, and the front office is closed. I didn't know that this is like a service the fire department offers. Yeah, well, they're EMTs. Okay. So they have, you know, they have everything at their disposal uh-huh. you know, if they run into that. Because, like, my mom's allergic to bees. Uh-huh. And if she gets stung, she'd have to get her ring cut off oh, okay. if she didn't get it off in time. You right, know what I mean? right. So I go, and I kind of – the door's locked, and I, I bang on the garage, but no, one, no one's there. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, well – Whatever. We were headed to the mall anyway to see a movie. I'm like, I'll just stop by a jeweler. They got to have one. There's two jewelers in the mall. Okay. Okay. 
One of them is fairly busy. The other one across the the, the whatever hall uh-huh. is not very busy. So I go over there, and it is uh, K. It's a it's a K Jewelers. K. Every kiss begins with K. Right. And I, I there's a nice young man there. I say, hey, can you by chance cut off a ring? And he's like, I totally would, but I I broke my cutter just the other day and I haven't replaced it yet. Oh. He's like, go go across the hall. Ask uh, Morgan. They were a little bit busier. Uh-huh. That's why I went to him to begin with. Right. So I go over to Morgan. There's an older man Uh-oh. there. Okay. I'm not even going to call him a gentleman. Oh. And I say, excuse me, um, could you, can you cut my ring off for me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Just a service. It's a customer service. This ring is very thin because it's a comfort fit on oh, the bottom. Yeah, it is. Super okay. thin. Right? And he's like, ah. You know, normally I would, but we kind of got this event going on right now, and I, I, we just don't have time. Come, oh. Can you come back tomorrow? Did you check with Kay across the hall? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> they, they're just broken, you know? And he's like, yeah, I just, it, it takes some time. It can take time to do it. And I said, well, what kind, of, what kind of time are we talking about? How long does it take to cut <laughs> off a ring? It's, have you ever seen one? It's just a little metal tooth that goes under the ring uh-uh. and then a, and it looks like a can opener oh, and then okay. it saws through without cutting your finger because there's a thing under it oh okay oh okay. a little hook under yeah, the ring yeah, against your sense. skin so i'm like what he's like oh it can take like you know 20 minutes 25 minutes i'm like what it's white gold <laughs> like this is you know and so whatever we go to the movie we come out of the movie and i and i'm kind of lit so i go back to k to the nice guy yeah you know and he's he's a little bit younger than me and i was like hey man just if you happen to have a cutter, can you tell me how long this would take to cut? And he's like, oh, 15 seconds. <laughs> I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, I actually, I, you know, I feel bad for you. He's like, I have some pliers we can try, you know, like some like cutters. Mm-hmm. I don't you know, like they're like little wire cutters, but, you know, I'm like, well, I'd love to try it. So I tried it. I couldn't get it. They were tiny and I just kind of marred up the ring. But I'm like, that's funny because you're. This guy across over at Morgan yeah. told me that it would take 25 minutes. And he started laughing out loud, <laughs> you know. And I, he's, he's like, no, dude. It, it, like five, ten seconds maybe with that, with that, how thin that ring is. Yeah. It's not like, like you're – How would it take you know, 20 minutes? It doesn't I don't make know. any sense. How long does it take him to open a can? Right. Yeah, he's got arthritis Oh, we better something. not have this corn. It might take us 20 minutes to open it. And it you know, keep in mind too, I, it's not like I walked up and interrupted an interaction that this guy was having. Right. He was sitting behind a desk at a computer doing nothing. Right. He wasn't with a customer and I said, can you cut off my ring for me? He doesn't know what's going on. No. What if it's an emergency? Right. You know? I mean, you look at my hand, you're like, that might be an emergency. <laughs> you know? He's like, just come back tomorrow. I'm like, I'm never coming back to this place. Right. You know? So anyway, long story short, the ring is still on my finger because I he need to. He is kind of a dick. It's true. Yeah. He is. So I got to stop by the fire department or something. And There's really no way to get it off. No. I've tried everything. Have I've you tried, tried everything. freezing your hand? <laughs> yeah. I held ice. I had a, uh, an ice wrap thing in my freezer. I put it and I held it above my head so the blood would flow out for 15 minutes. And froze it, and then I sprayed it. You know, with like You've got some Astro Glide or they something. They recommend. I know. I, no, I tried it. They recommend like uh, I think I think I was reading was Windex. Apparently, is really slippery. When All you, right. I, anyway, so I tried that. I good to know. You know. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any lube? <laughs> got Windex. <I> got Windex. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I mean, yeah, and it's not like it's it, it's not going to ruin the ring. Obviously, you can send it back in and have them. Uh-huh. Resize it, add more gold, oh, okay. redip it in whatever the right. what, like called rhodium or something that makes yeah, it shine. Yeah, yeah, but no, I have no. another one of them. 
Yeah, yeah. So the plan was just cut this one off, hand them the good one, and say, I just need this resized right. to fit my fat finger. Right. It's still stuck on my finger, though, and it's, it's not like it, it doesn't hurt. I just, yeah. It just needs to be taken care of. Yeah. So that's my... I mean, I can, you know, we, we, can, we can cut it off. <laughs> I, like, you can order a ring cutter on Amazon for $10. Oh. Prime. Well, yeah, you should have just done that. I know. Well, Probably same-day delivery. I thought, well, Maybe I could stop by again. a jeweler. Why wouldn't he be willing to cut my you can charge people, ring off? You can charge people to do it. Yeah, I'll put it on Facebook yeah. or something. Hey, I can cut your ring off. Anyway, <laughs> that's my ring fiasco. Dang. That's, that's uh, wow. So, I mean, to all you out there like, oh, I bet he hasn't tried this. I tried them all. Oh. All right. You tried work. everything. My finger's too meaty. It's too fat. I have, really, I have a really strong ring finger. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to save that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, you're, you're looking at my hands now, and you, you even said like, "Oh wow, those are kind of they're meaty. Just, they're thick." Yeah, I just like that this 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 region, the lower, the, the what, what first, do you call that? The, to the first knuck or to the whatever second yeah. to third knuckle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's thick. Yeah. So, what do you got? Um. Wait, what am I looking at? Oh, I was going to share the story about. Uh, do you remember the Do you remember the show Breaking Out of Alcatraz or whatever it was called with uh, Clint Eastwood? Did you ever see it? No. It's about the three dudes who legitimately broke out of Alcatraz. They never found them. Oh, right. the 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 theory is that they died. Right. They made rafts out of like uh, rain jackets. Uh huh. And tunneled through uh, the walls, shimmied up a pipe, blew up <laughs> these rain jackets with like. Uh, like bellows that they made out of other rain jackets. Crazy. Dang. So three dudes break out of Altrez like 60s, right? Oh, the okay. case is still not closed. Because they never, never found, found the bodies. Well, they're dead. No, it's got to be, right? I, I don't know. Never found the bodies. Never found the rafts. 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 Uh, I don't know. I'd like to think they're still around. Well, they're probably dead by now. Yeah, probably. Because it was in the 60s. I think they were in their 40s. Oh, okay. So they, they're, they're probably dead by now. But uh, anyway, the case is still open. And... Part of their escape plan was to make these, like, paper mache heads. Okay. So that they could, on the night of the escape, actually, they used them all the time. So when they were tunneling, digging, or when they were actually doing the escape, they put these fake heads in their beds. Huh. So the guards who were walking by would see a, a, a sleeping head. Okay? Someone's sleeping. Wow. Yeah, so they made these heads out of, like, paper mache, like... Literally, like, uh, they would, like, powderize cement to make, like, a clay to make these fake. Oh, I don't know how okay. they did it, That's right? Crazy. They painted it with weird stuff. They cut their own hair and glued it on. Oh. Right? That's what I was wondering. Yeah. And so, in the movie, it's, like, it all comes to, <laughs> it's funny, it all comes to a head. <laughs> <laughs> One of the guards is, like, hey, wake up. And he, like, hits it with his nightstick, and the head, like, rolls onto the floor, <laughs> you know? And that's when they realize that they've escaped. But because the case is still open, the FBI has kept these fake heads oh really but they're deteriorating well yeah and so they had they made replicas with a 3d printer oh and they were interviewing this lady and when they got done with the interview they're like and she is the one heading up the project to to remake the heads i'm like (laughs) what a job wouldn't that be a cool job whoa these are you looking up pics these are way they're not like crazy elaborate no but they look really Good. I mean, so all they had to That's do was impressive. they just had to pull the sheet up to kind of to the nose area. Right. Right. Yeah. So, but I thought, what if you went into law enforcement? 
You get a degree in criminal justice or something. <laughs> you get a job with the FBI, uh-huh. and your task is to remake these heads, these heads just in case the case ever goes to court for evidence. <laughs> <laughs> you're heading up a team like, oh, no, no, that, that hair doesn't match good enough. Sorry, you're going to have to uh, redo that. So now they have, really the, funny. they have the real ones like in a safe somewhere, but they're deteriorating. And then they have the fake ones they just made at like Alcatraz on display. Uh, why do they keep that open? Like they, they're – Well, I, keep, I mean they I keep know. every unsolved case open. I know, but I mean I don't know. Especially a jailbreak. Yeah. It just seems like at this point they're dead or well, I don't know. It's a really good show, by the way. Who's in it? Clint Eastwood. Oh, oh, let's see what it's called. I think it's just called Escape Clinton. from Aquatrez. Oh, I, I've heard of that. Yeah, of course. Um, So I was perusing. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. That's what, what it's called. Escape, Escape from, from Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Yeah. Came, Alcatraz. Uh, 1979. Oh, it's old. But it's good. Yeah. It holds up. I was perusing Facebook, yeah, and uh, you know, like a lot of people, I get my news from Facebook. No, I don't really, but uh, I happened to see this, he does. and <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> and um, it was—it's uh, an older report, I think, that you told me that was older. Um, oh, is this the Fox News one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why don't you—you you just you looked at it a little bit more than me. What? Uh, yeah. What's it all about? So it was done a while ago. It was done in 2012. Oh, okay. Basically, what they did is they took. Uh, 1,200, well, 1,185, basically 1,200 participants uh-huh. in this survey. Um, and they asked them questions. It wasn't that many questions. It was like five questions related to domestic affairs and four questions related to international affairs. Okay. Um, and then gave them a survey, maybe probably gave them the survey before, about where they get their news from. Right. And it was comparing... News organizations, I'll just give you the rundown real quick, Uh, NPR, Sunday talk shows, Daily Show, talk radio just generally, CNN, MSNBC, No News at All, and Fox News. Okay. Those were the the study answers. Okay. You know, so if someone said, where do you get your news? Oh, I get most of my news from MSNBC. Right. Then they would ask them these questions. And the headline, of course, of this story is that Listening to no getting no news at all, mm-hmm. not getting your news anywhere at all. Right, you're actually more informed than listening to Fox News only. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, that's impressive. But as I as I dug deeper okay. into the stats here, it's overall kind of disappointing. Oh, okay. Because here's what they did: they asked the five questions about domestic affairs, four about international. On average, people correctly answered. Want to guess out of five questions? Wow, like one? 1. 1.6. <laughs> so every, out of all the participants, they on average correctly answered 1.6 questions out of five. Okay. So we're all pretty dumb. Yeah, so it's, it's not a, like, uh, okay. Right. So, But then when you compare the two, um, Fox News being the worst, if you got your, your news from only Fox, you uh-huh. answered 1.04 questions on average out of five. Jeez. Compared to, let's just go to the top NPR, you get 1.51 Questions oh. right. Oh. Guess who's right? Let's guess who's two below. The Daily Show. The Daily it? Show. <laughs> this is the John Stewart Daily it Show, is. right? It's John so, Stewart. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, 2012. Actually, used to get when I I used to watch Colbert Report. I yeah. would actually get a lot of news for from sure. Colbert Report. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so very interesting. Basically, 
I'll just the headline just straight up says watching only Fox News makes you less informed than watching no news at all. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would do it again with a bigger sample size. Yeah. That'd be really interesting. And, and now because we've talked a lot about the, the fake news. Yeah, and if the news shows have gotten better or worse on right. especially Fox, right. you know. Um and this actually segues so well. Okay. Into this because right. was it two episodes ago you read the Chris Wallace Oh yeah, he played the Chris Wallace clip where he was mad that the not mad he he disagreed with the Washington Post headline about catching the bomber right, and how it said the what what did it say the bomber um, bomber caught huge Trump supporter something like yeah, that yeah 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 that was the headline yeah and the the argument that I posed was that they're trying to say that the the, the point they're trying to make in, that the post is that Trump has um ignited or made made more comfortable mm-hmm. haters oh yeah for right sure. so i mean like white nationalists feel more comfortable now than do they you, ever have to okay. the point where like marching in virginia for right example. right do you think it's that and a combination of we just know more now like social media and everything yeah i'm, I'm sure it's all factors you know what i mean right uh, it would take a, lot, a huge study to figure out but right. anyway it, it segues perfectly Sorry, into uh, an article I found about hate crimes, uh-huh. and that unfortunately, hate crimes are up seventeen percent. Now we only have reporting through twenty seventeen. Okay, they're up. Hate crimes went up seventeen percent year over year from twenty sixteen to twenty seventeen. Just in a year, it went up that much. Just in a year. Wow. And what happened in that year? Right. It's it's a lot. It's yeah. disheartening. Like Trump was president. The right, this alt right was ignited. The this, if you want to call it, the like Antifa was ignited. Right, that the, these opposing forces. So, if you want to know the stats, yeah, the report found that seven thousand one hundred seventy-five hate crimes were reported by law enforcement agencies in twenty seventeen, up from six thousand one hundred twenty-one. So basically, a thousand more. Wow. Right. Um. So, and the number of agencies that reported also increased by a thousand. So they're happening b- more broadly, geographically, and more often. Oh, okay. Um, a hate crime, just so everybody knows, the definition is a crime motivated by racial, sexual, or other prejudice, uh, typically uh, involving violence. Right. And oh, by the way, another stat 59.6% of the victims. In this study, were targeted because of the offender's race, ethnicity, or ancestry. Interesting. And then twenty-four. I mean, sexual orientation. Do you really think that just the president has been like? Is is just it him? Just him? No. Like what? But, what is causing all this? Like, if we had to run down a list, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's def- it definitely starts kind of there. It's kind of centered around him. You know, yeah, but it's also ignited people like Alex Jones. He's gotten more famous. Sean Hannity has gotten bigger. You know, Bill O'Reilly would be huge <laughs> if he hadn't done what he. You know what I mean? It, right. It ignited people. You you know the names of white nationalists now. You hear them on the radio because they're actually being being given interviews. Right. Right. NPR right. is interviewing these guys and saying, or Vice News, mm-hmm. they're going and interviewing them and saying, "Why are you doing this?" Well, because we're afraid of we're afraid that Jews are going to take over the world, you know, 
Okay. <laughs> or that you know, or that uh, Muslims have this five-step program to take over countries, and we're on step three. I actually heard that from a guy face to face the other day. There's like a five-step program for the Muslim Brotherhood to take over a country, right? And we're on step three. Oh. I don't even want to go over the specifics because it's ridiculous. All, I want to know all the steps now. <laughs> <laughs> you can Google it. It's basically like uh, come here peacefully. You know, either oh, through a refugee gosh. program. Who who made this up? This this person I was talking to. Yeah, told me that he worked for Defense Department, oh. and he got it from them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took everything in me just to keep nodding and saying because I wasn't in the proper forum to have a, a debate with this person. Define <laughs> right, but yeah, there's this there's this step. I can't. I remember maybe it's not five steps, but anyway. The, his closing argument was because of the last president. Right. He was Muslim, which he was not. No. Is not. But because he was, that we're on step three or step four now. So he's just a conspiracy theorist. The, the, next, the next step is Sharia law, basically. How? I don't know how you get there. I, but that's that's his next step, so, and I really hope. So I'm, Trump is going to start Sharia law, or we got to get another. No, no, no. The point I'm making is. I that, mean, that's what I mean. But like, but yeah, the point I'm making is that these people who have uh, fears, right, and prejudice, are turning into action, right, right, because they're so worried because they so see things scared. changing quickly, right. Laura Ingram talking about how a diverse Congress uh-huh. is bad for the country. And by diverse, she means non-white male. That's bad for the country. Right. And what was it? Two months ago, she said that it was bad that the country was just more diverse in general. What's her argument for, for that? She has none. Like, is she just saying it to say it? She, well, yeah, that, but there's always that question. I Do just, you really believe this shit that you spout? Right. Or are you just, you know, are you really that racist? Maybe, yes, people are. Is Laura Ingram? I don't know, but she's certainly supporting that crowd. Right. You know? Anyway. I just wonder why Fox is still... I don't know. Why they allow those uh, people to be on there. And it maybe, it, like we said, it might. it's not like it's just one thing. But when you see that hate crimes have increased by 17% and 50% of those are because of your race or ethnicity or ancestry, there's got to be something. Right. There's something's causing it. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not like it's not like it went up just generally and there's not really it's across the board even. Right, right. You know? Yeah. So huh. anyway, it's sad. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But I I wonder do they have state by state statistics or is uh, it the just... only, this was a local article. Uh-huh. Well, it's from the FBI, so they only profiled Utah because it was a local news organization here uh-huh. in Utah. They had Utah had 78 reported hate crimes in 2017, 51 of which were from race, ethnicity, and ancestry. 15 were from religion, eight from sexual orientation, and four from gender identity. Hmm. 78? That's you know that's not terrible, right? For a state of three million, sure. I mean, I don't know how to. I don't know what grade you give things. You know, uh, I mean, overall, yeah, seven thousand total. What does it? It does it? It doesn't say what state has the worst. Um. No, it no. doesn't. Huh. But I wonder if uh the I, I'd be curious to see if states with bigger populations are less or more. I would I would assume more. But what if it weren't? It's true. Oh I just oh as I scrolled down here, 
Uh, of the 1,600 religious bias crimes reported in 2017, 58% were anti-Jewish. Why? Because that, that, <laughs> those people who have always had that fear, white nationalists, but I, feel comfortable, even though the president's daughter is Jewish. It doesn't make any sense. I don't. Right? I've just never understood why people. What the deal is with? Well, I guess I don't understand being racist. No, them, I but mean, like, at all. But what is your deal with Jews? For, but really, like, yeah. I mean, I have. They're they're white <laughs> most of the time. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what argument they ever pose. You know, I watched the Vice News thing where they where they talked about the Charlottesville with the guy who organized it. Right. He, none of his arguments were valid. You know what I mean? Like Jews are taking your job. Like there's none of none of it's happening. Right. right. It's just a fear that they have turned into a movement. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get That's it. That's just the weirdest thing. Yeah. We yeah, should talk. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We should. We should bring a Jewish person in and talk to them. That's fine. Maybe they can you know, tell us why. I would. Or maybe by the end of the podcast, we'll understand why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, look. If you got some ideas. At the at the Arctic Pod <laughs> on Facebook, give us you know give us your thoughts on these issues. This is, a, this is a heavy issue. I want to move to something lighter, but we always enjoy hearing what people's thoughts are on these things. Yeah, for sure. Well, the, usually, I'll, throughout the week, someone will be bring up something we talked about to me uh-huh. to my face, and like, yeah, you know, this is my thought, and I really wish they would go type it in and we, just we tell can have them, a discussion. Hey, shut up! Don't yeah. <laughs> just don't don't go it, type it on your phone. Get right out now. your phone and put it on the okay. Yeah, because I want all the listeners to be able to kind of engage and. Have a normal conversation. <laughs> right. So. Right. That anyway. Cool. All right. Uh, we'll take a quick break um, and we'll be right back with um, one random headline. We're trying to make this a little bit shorter today because, you know, our last one was like two hours. Yeah, a little while. <laughs> All right. While Tobias had arranged an audition for a local commercial, Lindsay came along to appear supportive. This could take a while. Honey, it's one line. <laughs> Not if I do my job right. First of all, I love it. Quick, quick question, though. Am I panicked about the fire or am I being brave for everyone else? The fire. It, it's, it's a fire sale. Oh! Okay, I didn't, um, well, let's give it a shot. Oh, my God! We're having a fire sale! Oh, the burning! It burns me! Evacuate all the school children! Oh, oh May! This isn't a fever! Sing, Greg! Can't even see where the knob is! And scene. Um, would you like to try that a little simpler, maybe? No. Hey, we're back with a random headline. Yes, we have a random headline, sort of. It's uh, actually kind of in the news, but... Uh, it's somewhat random. It's something I kind of want to talk about. Do you think I've seen it? Um, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Um, I, I haven't. It's it's been in some of the news outlets. I don't know how, but it's it's pretty major news. But, okay. Um, before that though, have you ever 
So you know how Facebook now has this thing pop up uh, for people's birthdays? They're like, hey. Uh, oh, yeah. In, you, in lieu of a gift. Yeah. Will you donate uh, $10 to this right. uh, organization? Yeah. In lieu of a gift, donate. Right. Yeah. Do you ever do that? No. Because I wasn't planning on giving that person a gift. <laughs> so I'm not – in lieu of a comment, am I going to donate to their thing? That's not to say <laughs> that I – In lieu of a comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I – like GoFundMes will pop up. Right. That, that are touching or it's maybe even someone I know. Yeah. I had, a, I had a good friend I used to work with whose, whose child passed away. Right. It just – and it was horrible. So those ones that pop up, you know, I will donate. I like GoFundMe. I feel like – I don't even know how GoFundMe in terms of if they collect any money. I think they, they take they a little, a little some something. I mean, the, the the mayor, our North Ogden mayor, who died in uh-huh. Afghanistan, man, he got like his family got like half a million. I think. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was up there. So anyway, um, I'm kind of a skeptic. I don't. Uh, I don't normally give to panhandlers because, yeah. uh, well, one, the city says not to. I give them food. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as they don't throw it back at you, then uh... yeah, I know. I had a guy once. I used to work downtown, and I, I ate at Sparrow a lot in the mall. Uh-huh. And I, I always had extra breadsticks, so I would wrap in tinfoil, give them to him every day. Then he'd wear the tinfoil as a hat, or yeah, yeah. And the next day, he always <laughs> had it. But you know, he was always gracious. But there are definitely stories yeah. where you hear panhandlers throwing food back. Um, I typically don't, all the time at least, donate to the you know the grocery stores. How they'll have the yeah the turkey. Trot or the I don't know. <laughs> you you got to go look at their score on the Watchdog websites, depending right. on the charity. Yeah, just because it's a nonprofit doesn't mean there aren't people right. making money. No, and if you go to those Watchdog sites, it'll tell you like how many cents of your dollar donated go to the actual charity. Yeah, and but the one that tops the list every year, uh-huh. Clinton Foundation. Oh, nice. So all That's you cool. haters out there, I know there's half the country. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not true. But uh, no, the Clinton Foundation is always very is top rated in terms of how many cents to the dollar go towards their actual charity work. Right, and at the bottom is like the Red Cross. And no, well, I don't know, maybe I know that they had some uh, scandals. United Way is okay. Anyway, whatever. Just yeah, go there's, check. there's always check it out. Check it out because you just you'd be surprised how don't, how what percentage actually goes. Right, you might be lining someone's pockets. Not you are helping. like the CEO of this company is going to make three hundred thousand dollars a year, but that was the Red know. Cross one. She yeah. made she made like twenty seven million. Dang, yeah. Oh, free blood. Yeah. So just just be aware. But what uh, what I wanted to talk about it actually uh, it revolves around GoFundMe. Okay. Um, about a year ago, um, in I think it was New Jersey. Yeah. I think um, there was a a woman who ran out of gas. <gasps> okay. Yeah, in yeah. the ghetto. Yeah. And a homeless man came up and said, "Oh, I." I'll, I'll and for some reason she doesn't have any money. I know this story. She has now. no yeah. money at all, right? Which is weird. Like, not yeah, even the a whole situation card. is weird. And he he uses his last twenty dollars to go get gas for her. Okay, right. now they uh, they're so happy, they're so gracious. Oh, thanks so much. You know, um, they start a GoFundMe account for this guy, yeah. which which seems to happen all the time. They they kind of a little bothersome to me, like some kid. Like, oh, I want to mow your lawn. Oh, we got to get him a new lawnmower. And the next thing you know, he's got $350,000. It's like, <laughs> what do I need to do? It just shows the amount of wealth in the United yeah. States. But, uh, yeah, I did hear this story. Yeah, so yeah. they uh, they raised $400,000 for this guy. Holy balls. Yeah, $400,000 for a homeless guy. So they, if I remember right, didn't she, like, post a picture on social media? Like, oh, yeah. This guy's uh, yeah, it, a saint. Yeah, it made massive headlines. It was, yeah. uh, you know, the quote unquote touching story, whatever. Which, just keep a spare credit card in your car, people. Uh, yeah, that whole thing seems. But anyway, yeah. um, well, 
as we'll find out. Um, <laughs> so um, some time goes by, and we we find out that the homeless guy hasn't received uh, hardly any of the money. Uh, this family, the 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 man and woman who uh, start raised uh, the money or started the GoFundMe, yeah, um, they buy him a wait. Uh, Shouldn't the money just go right into yeah, his bank well, account? Well, they they said. Well, I don't know if he has one. Well, I don't know. But anyway, they say that they don't want to give him the money until he's clean because apparently they think he's going to burn through it in drugs. Drugs. Um, which that's okay, a fair worry, but whatever. I, it's a fair worry, but I I'm curious about how GoFundMe works. Can I start a GoFundMe in the name of anything and the money goes straight to me? I have no idea. There's no check. I think there's got to be a check actually, and balance but, or something. Um, I'm Just not sure. Honesty? We have to it's look like at it. Honest, uh, uh, I don't know. The honor system? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so uh, they buy him like a pop-up trailer or something to live in yeah. and a truck or something. You know. And, so he has a warm bed, I guess. Right, basically. Yeah. Um, but then the the homeless guy starts to notice that they're taking trips and buying BMWs. And he's like, hey, um, you know, what the heck? How would he know that? Well, he was actually living on their land. What? <laughs> yeah, in the trailer. Okay. So they buy him a trailer. They buy him a or truck. Whatever. Yeah. And he's living on their, their, their they land. They didn't even buy okay. him a new truck, by the way. It was used. Uh, come on. <laughs> um, so uh, he... And this is where this is where everything went wrong. Takes he, a turn here. Yeah, he filed a lawsuit against oh. them to get the money, and everyone's on this guy's side. They're like, oh, "Okay, yeah, cool." But because of this, uh, there's an investigation. Okay, okay? and um, I think let me well, play. right because he did he file a civil lawsuit and that led to like the police saying, "Hey, maybe we should investigate this criminally." Right, right, right. So okay. this is uh, this is announced on November fifteenth. Let me make sure this story that drove this fundraiser might seem too good to be true. Unfortunately, it was. The entire campaign was predicated on a lie. No. Less than an hour after their GoFundMe page went live, McClure, in a text exchange with a friend, stated that the story about Bobbitt assisting her was fake. <gasps> Specifically, she wrote, "Okay, so wait. The gas part is completely made up." But the guy isn't. I had to make something up to make people feel bad. So shush about the made-up stuff. She did not run out of gas on an I-95 off-ramp, oh. and he did not spend his last $20 to help her. Rather, D'Amico, McClure, and Bobbitt conspired to pass off a fake, feel-good story that would compel donors to contribute to their cause. And it worked in a very big way, but it was fictitious and illegal and there are consequences. Sounds My like office has charged Mark D'Amico, Caitlin McClure, and Johnny Bobbitt Jr. with second-degree theft by deception and conspiracy to commit theft by deception. So are those felonies? Yeah, oh, yeah. D'Amico and Good. McClure surrendered last night here in Mount Holly. So pending a December basically, uh, sons it of was, bitches. Yeah, it was all fake. Um, and the sentence is it should be five to ten years. They what they're saying, burn in hell. How you know you taint the whole oh for system sure. right. now. Now every time you hear anything, you're like, oh, oh they just this faked is it. this is fake. This is sounds too. Come on, this sounds too. What you mean? He actually got shot in Afghanistan? I don't believe that for a second. You know what yeah, I mean? Prove like, it. Yeah. So God. they uh, these cowards here ruined the system for everybody. Um, and, uh, I think, I'm not sure what's happening, but I think 
GoFundMe is refunding the money. I'm not sure if it's coming so straight like from them, user? Uh, but the mo- the actual money is gone. The four hundred thousand, they, they blew it's, it. It's gone. Yeah, they they blew it all. Unbelievable. Um, so go. F- I mean, but sometimes you, a lot of people donate anonymously. Yeah, that's that's true. Well, unless GoFundMe keeps your email address, I bet. GoFundMe keeps that, but they just let you you post post it anonymously or whatever. People should get their money back. I mean, it's not GoFundMe's fault. And frankly, I don't think it should compel people to stop donating to these causes. I mean, it's just good karma. Right. If someone's going to, you know, juke the system. Right. You know, man, burn in hell. But this is why why I'm skeptical to do this kind of stuff. Just because um, you hear this this feel-good story – and it's all a lie. These people are all crooks, all three of them. Yeah. Um, I think the guy was actually homeless, though. Wait, 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 I want to – okay. Something just struck me, though. Yeah. So what happened between them? Um, <laughs> like, I don't had, know. They, they had – well, they conspired. They made this because crim- criminal enterprise. Did you hear what he said, though? He said that the, the lady, she said, okay, the story – the gas story is fake, but the guy is real. So I'm not sure if they conspired after or I'm not sure. I'd okay, so re- where he's not necessarily I in on it from the beginning. He may be, but he's still – I'm pretty sure he's still a homeless guy. So okay. it, it, these two people are obviously crooks anyway, so they probably wrangled him in like, hey, we're going to do this, man, and we'll split it. We'll yeah. split it three ways. If and you give me this 20, I'll take a picture of you. We'll make this – Right, right. And uh, so they probably just ended up like, oh, we don't want you to – you know. and so he sues them like an idiot. opens the can. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? The police aren't going to look into it if you file a lawsuit? Right, right. So basically, uh, he, I bet they, I bet those two that the, the couple are just like, no, dude, come on, be cool, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! And you know they're gonna get uh, the hell beat out of them in prison. Oh, I hope so for stealing from the <laughs> public like that. That's just yeah, it's uh, it's 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 scary. It's questionable. It makes you wonder. You know, do your due diligence. I guess. I guess you know if it's coming from a friend that that is maybe you know is is close to you and maybe it's their friend. But man! But if you ever see the GoFundMe that says "Pay off Spencer's crippling student debt," right? You know, definitely <laughs> contribute to that because that is real. I can I, yes. I can show you the the bill. <laughs> right? Yeah, you you don't know what you don't want to know what he had to do for these microphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I'm still paying off. Actually, mine are paid off. Still paying off Ashley's. Oh well, I got lucky on a. I had a couple grants when we after oh. we got married. Anyway. I have way more out than someone with just a bachelor's degree should have. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you're a anyway. pilot. What? You're a pilot. Yeah. That doesn't no, fly. No, exactly. <laughs> Pretty well, much. Well, what are we at, man? Oh, well, I think that uh, about wraps it up for today. Well, I I'm wanted to. to go shorter. Yeah, we wanted to go shorter. I wanted to hurry and let people know, though. Scotty, our good friend from Metaphors, the band Metaphors. Yeah. He has uh, what's the word? Song. Well, like, I have the word conspiracy in my mind, so he's conspired. Oh. Uh, uh, you know, he's worked together. Com- uh, <laughs> it's not a compilation. <laughs> Can't think of it now. Collaboration. He's collaborated. Holy crap. With a band called Default Minds from uh, Ogden, Utah. Who have a great logo. Yeah. They're kind of a reggae sound. But anyway, so Scotty has a, for, uh, Metaphors has a, um, they collaborated on a single. Uh, and it's called Go About Love, and we'll play it at the end of this podcast. So check it out. How old are these kids? I don't know, but they they sound good. Why is Scotty hanging out with 12-year-olds? 
<laughs> so their band's called Default Minds. Of course, Scotty's band's called Metaphors, and it's a it's a cool track. I really dig it. So we'll play that at the end here. So do you have anything else, man? Um, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, for the Arctic Podcast, episode ten, I am Brian. I am Spencer. We will see you next time. I'll try another way of being honest But I got no soul for sale, no soul for sale I guess I'll look another way like you were promised But I got no soul for sale Into my spine Cause all these friends of mine They all take me as I am You're just taking what you can Don't lie You just have to stories Stolen ink in lonely mornings What am I? Some kind of trophy to forget Box me up and store me well I'm living in the sun Review mirrors what you run You stole my lonely hole I'll steal your heart and take it home I guess I'll try another way